0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, compassionate caregivers. I am Katie Anderson, and together with Martha Tyler, we are the hosts of the Compassionate Caregiver podcast. We believe the most profound impact we can have on the lives of children is by supporting, educating, and caring for the people who care for these children. And that is you. Today, Martha is not with us because this is a short baby episode with just me. Let's get started. Hello, old friends, new friends, and soon to be friends. I am Katie, and this is the Compassionate Caregiver Podcast. Today, we are concluding our four-part series on promoting body autonomy. This week's episode is about something very near and dear to my heart, and that is a powerful little word, NO. Now, the word no often has negative connotations, but I am going to invite you to think of this word as a positive thing. So often we think of people agreeing with us as positive, and I'm going to argue that when people disagree or when people deny doing something, that's actually positive too. And here's why. Number one, when you are saying no to something, it's because you don't really want to do it. A lot of times when we say no, it's because we can't emotionally commit to doing it. And that's something to celebrate. Because when you let your no mean no, that means people can trust you. When your yes means yes, people can trust you. They know that you agree to do something because you want to do it or you find it valuable and not because you feel guilty. And that's a powerful thing to let people learn to trust you that way. It has been hard, especially if you are someone who has been taught that it is kind to always say yes or agree to help or to do something. It can be hard to shed that belief. That is an unhelpful thing that you have learned through your lifetime that you no longer need to do. It's okay to let go of not wanting to say no. I think no is a really powerful word and I actually encourage children in my life to say no to things all the time because they so infrequently can and they need practice, especially if I want them to be able to assert their own autonomy over their body or to feel like they're going to have a no respected. So here's how I do this. I invite children to say no to me all the time. I do this by creating choices for them. So I will say oh you know hey B could you give me a roll of paper towels it's okay to say no I sometimes will ask children to do things that I know they're not going to want to do just because I want them to practice saying no I don't want a child to believe that they must always do things to please people. I want them to know that they can still be respected and trusted and supported and encouraged when they say no, that they're still lovable. So often children are afraid to say no because, hey, they rely on adults for everything in their life, really. So it can be scary to say no. I don't think that you want your child to be afraid of you or the children in your care to be afraid of you. That can create trouble down the road when a child is scared of how a caregiver will respond. And if you don't believe me, I, I get that. Uh, so I will invite you to think about when the child is going to get in the car with a friend who's been drinking. And their friend says, come on, come on, I haven't had too many. It's fine, get in the car. And they're thinking about calling you. They're thinking about if you'll be mad. They're thinking about what should they do. They're thinking about it's impolite to say no. Do you want your kid to get in that car? Or how about like the old, not the wife's tale, the old saying, the, if everyone's jumping off a bridge, would you do it too? They would if they were taught that it's rude to say no. You want your child or the children in your care to be free, powerful thinkers. I know you do. I do, too. I want them to learn to say no and to think about things for themselves. So one of the ways we can do this is by giving them the opportunity to practice, to say, hey, do you want to go to the park? And if they say no, even if you really, really, really want them to go to the park today, allow that. If they don't want to go see a friend who's invited them to go to the movies, and they say, I don't want to today. Allow them to say no, teach them how to kindly say no to things. That's a really wonderful, powerful lesson. I will also argue I bet you probably have trouble saying no to things. That's a boundary issue, you should try practicing your no too, because you also deserve to say no to things you don't want to do. You're allowed to have preferences. And guess what? When you say no to things you don't want to do, it makes you more powerful and more available for the things you do want to do, which is a really wonderful gift. Consider saying no. Embrace the power of no today and encourage the children in your care to do the same. That is our conclusion to our Promoting Body Autonomy little breakout series. I hope this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions, please feel free to write in to me. I'd love to hear and help any way I can. Or if you think that I should consider something else about promoting body autonomy, I'd love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon about another power tool in our power belt as caregivers. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. The Compassionate Caregiver Podcast is produced and hosted by Katie Anderson and Martha Tyler. If you'd like to support the show and receive bonus content, please consider becoming a Patreon member. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Compassionate Caregiver Pod and on Twitter at C Childcare LLC. To contact us, email hello at CompassionateChildCare.com. As always, thanks for listening.